Now back to the Ian O'Connor Show on 98.7 ESPN. Jim Calhoun, three-time national champion at UConn, basketball Hall of Famer, and of course nobody knows more about Kemba Walker than Jim Calhoun, who won a national championship, his third with him in 2011. He's kind enough to spend a few minutes with us today. Jim, it's Ian O'Connor. Thanks again for taking that time. And we were talking earlier about Kemba Walker, of course, Everyone is concerned a little bit about about his left knee, but you know an awful lot about what he can do in Madison Square Garden. You had that magical run through the Big East tournament in 2011. You know what he does as far as elevating teammates, making them better. I'm curious your take on the impact he's likely to have if he's healthy on the New York Knicks. Well, you know, I'm not an orthopod as you could coach. All coaches think you're. And what we say, send me to the good players, you're, you're fine. <laughs> but <laughs> right. discounting, but discounting that. Uh, you know, he, you know he, he, he had that problem a little bit in, in, in Charlotte. And then I truly believe that, that, that his full season and then the World Games and then another season, which it started acting up, he never gave a chance to rest. And the only thing that, that he's set on doing, which we only talked very briefly, uh, is very simply is to rehab the entire summer, which I know he's doing. He is not going out and Fraction the step, you know, the step back. Instead, he's uh, rehabbing, and you know, he truly believes it's going to be good. And obviously, getting back to Madison Square Garden is very exciting for a New York kid. Jim, what was your when you first heard the news that the Knicks were going to sign him? What was your reaction? Just knowing that Kemba's from the Bronx, he of course had the great career. You recruited him at Rice in Harlem, and do you think going home and playing in the Garden for the Knicks will? not rejuvenate his career, but maybe take him to a different level. Yeah, and I think all of us, you know, because I, I love him so much as a kid and a player and all the other things that Kemba Walker brings, he, 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 you know, I think coming back home is a big, big deal for him. I really do. I think that, you know, at Boston, when he gets there with, with, with Tatum and, and, and Brown and, uh, you, know, you know, the other people they have, you know, it, it, it looks good for whatever reason. It, it didn't work out quite as well as everybody would have liked but people kind of forgot when he came back that last time, granted he needed uh, days off, but you know, he averaged almost, he averaged 20 points a game. He had some big, big games. And so he's still capable of doing those things. I just think that there'll be less, and I don't put the word pressure. There's always pressure on an athletic, especially a hometown kid. And he'll put pressure on himself, but clearly uh, where he doesn't have to take every single ball handling duty. And I, I think that's important. And I think the thing he does bring to the Knicks, cause I've seen him play enough and, I go back a lot of years with Tom Tippett over when he was a college guy, but uh, he's come to my practice at Northeastern. Bottom line is, is is that Kemba can go by folks. That's a big deal. He can go by folks and set other people up, and I think he'll be able to do that for the Knicks. The Knicks, uh, obviously on the Tom, uh, were terrific defensively, and uh, they need somebody that I think can help initiate easier offense. You know, the biggest thing in basketball is make sure the other team doesn't get easy baskets and make sure you get as many, quote, easy baskets, wide-open shots, layups after you make a cut, uh, fast-break stuff. I truly believe he can bring that to the team. And he's going to bring, a, I tell you, a winning spirit. Uh, he's just a special, special guy, in my opinion. I have no doubt that uh, given healthy, and I truly believe he will be. I mean, it's the only way to, you know, the guy's just put in a 10-year ten, ten career. And, uh, there's no reason, and he's a four-time All-Star. So when you're not talking about a guy who hasn't accomplished already in the league. He wants to accomplish the big winning, and that's what he's about. Hall of Famer Jim Calhoun here on 98.7 ESPN. I should note that Jim has already done a terrific job and made St. Joseph in Connecticut a national Division Three program in a few years. Uh, Jim, I was surprised. I have to admit, I thought when Kemba 
ended up with the Celtics, that was a match made in heaven. I really thought that was going to be a situation where he led them to their next championship under Brad Stevens, and I was surprised that they didn't keep him long-term. Any reason that you, you would pinpoint as to why the Celtics thing didn't really work out? Well, I mean, we've got to remember that, that, that uh, Danny left, Danny Ainge, who I've known for years, and general manager, and Brad left coaching. So it wasn't the fact that Kimber, uh, Tatum, Brown, Smart, those guys didn't work well together. And I thought, I, like you, I really thought Thomas had, uh, Thompson at the end of his career, who still could rebound, I, you know, I thought, I thought they'd be better too. But for whatever reason, sometimes, you know, I know a couple times that we've had national championships. The next year we've been good, but nowhere near as good as we thought we could be. And I think, and I'm not talking about their championship, I'm talking about teams at times just don't work. And with the Celtics, it, it, it ends up being, you know, Multiple point guards in any situation. I know that's the big thing today. LeBron really started an awful lot of it. Michael did an awful lot of it. But now you're talking about different levels, and Tatum's going to be a great player. He's a great offensive talent. But in my opinion, they just need to have a little more. One guy really not just handles the ball, but runs the offense in some ways. And I know the offense is much more wide open. I watch a lot of the, quote, I got to get a three because I'm open. Well, if you can't make it, there's a reason that you're open. <laughs> the other teams know what, what <laughs> your, your coach may know, but but I I think you know what I'm kind of saying. I think stylistically, uh, Tom is a little more old-fashioned offensively, and I think he'll fit in perfectly, and and he's going to fit in emotionally because he's a special guy. I know that when he when he first got to the Charlotte, I you know I get back glowing reports, and and obviously uh, when he first came to the Celtics, I mean they couldn't believe he's a four-time All-Star stepping into the, the situation to go with Tatum, to go with Brown, et cetera. And it just didn't work. I mean, if you saw them on the court, it, it didn't work. His injury uh, led to that. I mean, they needed him full time. The bottom line is that uh, there's no doubt in my mind that, that, that he could get a team going, and he will get a team going. And I truly believe that, that he's doing everything humanly possible to stay healthy. Well, it's clear, Jim, that people gravitate to Kemba Walker. That personality is just, it's an attractive personality. Players, it just media members, everyone. When you guys went on that run in 2011, I think, People were happy that he was in the middle of it because of his personality. I'm just wondering if, if that you think that will have a real positive impact on the Knicks, just that can-do vibe that he has. Yeah, him not being there at times with the Celtics had a negative vibe because they, they wanted him there. They, they knew the importance of him, and the team wasn't working right. And once again, you and I could talk hours and hours about teams that look like they should be better than what they are, and I think the Celtics were one of those teams. I'm sure Brad did. That's why he's not the, the coach anymore. That's why he moved up in the front office. But, but, but I, I, you know, I'll give you a quick story. We win the uh, Great Lost, excuse me, the uh, win over in Hawaii, and, 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 and I'll tell you, I've had a lot of good players, terrific players. And, and when we go on, Kim gets only 30, then 36. We beat Kentucky, Michigan State, and Wichita. And, uh, you know, we're waiting now. It's hot. We're, <laughs> we're in Hawaii. It's great. But trust me, we're not suffering. But everybody's sitting on the bus for half an hour after the game. Kim walks on after all the different interviews, after his great MVP performance. The entire bus got up and gave a stand ovation. Most guys, they would say, if I had the ball, I'd score that much. I should have played more. I should have got more shots. There wasn't an ounce of that. They, they, they just gravitated. Kids like Jeremy Lamb was in the league, Shabazz Napier, et cetera. They gravitated towards him. And I think he has that effect upon people because, you know, I tell people that he's a tough, tough guy on the court and, and like but one of the happiest basketball players you'll ever see. He reminds me a great deal of a kid I had, God rest his soul, Reggie Lewis. They oh, love yeah, the Northeastern, court. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, a great player for the Celtics, an all-star for the Celtics. Tragically died of a heart attack at, at 27. But but I, I think you know what I'm saying. There are certain guys who bring, maybe not so much, maybe disruption to the team. That's just the way it is. Other guys bring their abilities. He's going to bring his ability, his personality, his incredible, incredible winning to, you know, around the Knicks. And I think another great thing about it, and I truly honestly believe this, that that, that he is, when he, when he first stepped, I was there one of the three or four early practices, I drove up to Boston to see Kimber, and you could tell, you could tell that the guy said, he's a four-time All-Star coming in, and uh, it was two years ago, and uh, I'm telling you, he rejuvenated their practices. Once again, that rejuvenation in practice doesn't always work the way it is, but it helps young teams, and I and I truly believe that a team now that's got good pieces, got a couple of young great players, and potentially in the Knicks, and I, I think he'll bring an awful lot of that along with his basketball. You know, I, I hate to have to kind of not make excuses, but but talk about a guy who's had a terrific, terrific career. I know it was with Charlotte, and they weren't winning, but any winning they did was because of him and his his, his vocal leadership and his personality and his. You know, the, he's the first guy to slap hands with a teammate, even though the guy may have not given the ball <laughs> when he's up ahead. That's who he is. That's what he is. And I think, obviously, coming back home, and I kind of know a little bit about Nick's basketball because I've been a Celtics fan all my life, and just in, in, in how what he'll bring. And the fans want a local guy like him. It should be really special, and I truly believe he's going to have a great year. Hall of Famer Jim Calhoun here with Ian O'Connor on 98.7 ESPN. When you look at what the Knicks did, Jim, and adding Fournier and and Kemba and and bringing back some of the pieces that helped them get to the playoffs last year, it seems like for the first yep. time in forever. What, what do you think the upside? Can is this a team now that can win a playoff series? Maybe two. Is that asking for too much with this group? Like, what do you see? As no, the... no, I I really think they can. I mean, they they, they, they you know I, I watch. Once again, I'm a junkie, so I watch a lot of basketball, and I watch pro NBA. I watch certainly college, etc. But but it just takes a particular player sometimes to get it going. I know that a few years ago Miami made the finals, mm-hmm. and they weren't quote the second best team in the East. They played like the second best team, and the fact that they're going to be so defensively sound, I think, has really helped them. Now what they need, and I think that's one of the reasons that Kimball gives them a big boost. You'll have a guy who not only can score. He's had a 50-point game. He averaged 20-something last year in the second half of the year when he came back. I mean, he's, he's going to make other people better, make your job easier. And I always have said, all we want to do in a game when we play you is break you down by the way we play. And then secondly, we want to get more easy baskets than you do. And teams, you know, if you keep getting to the half-court set, you better have some studs. As I say today, you better have some dudes that can make, make plays. Well, if your team can make plays, you're going to have a really good chance, and I think he's going to help them with that. I, I, I think that Tom Chibodeau is too good a basketball man not to realize that when they had the conversations about bringing Kimba. And I just think he's going to make a difference. This team could be a, a team. I mean, we'll, we'll, as they throw the ball up, when they play the, the, the Nets over in, over in uh, Barclays Center, I mean, it, it could be an exciting time. I'm not talking about pure talent. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about really talented young team that's going to have, hopefully, a leader, which I think Kimba can, certainly will be, um, to help them. And I just think they struggled at times. You saw the series and, and stuff. They struggled at times in offense. No question. And I was curious, in looking at the way the Hawks took them out in the in the first round, if you put a healthy Kemba Walker in the mix with New York, how much easier do you think he makes Randall's life just trying to get shots and, and making plays to draw some defensive attention away from Julius Randall? Yeah, Julius Randall is obviously a terrific talent. And there's no doubt in my mind 
that they'll find better ways, uh, not better ways, but improved ways as a team to, to get him the ball more in better places at times, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, if a guy, very few guys, Michael, uh, LeBron, et cetera, can really truly create everything. But Kimba can kind of be that man in between to make the pass to the pass or set up, help set up the play or his penetration could really help Randall and Barrett, the whole team. I, I just think, and, and when you get that kind of personality off the court, it is going to bond teams. I mean, I mean, the Celtics started off saying we're going to be really good. It didn't work that way. A lot of injuries, a lot of different things. And honestly, probably after a while, not a lot of chemistry. It happens. It happens to teams that sometimes coaches do, and I did. Like, why aren't we better than, than what we have? Well, they were young, and they were defensively terrific. But at times, at times, they had to force an awful lot of shots because they didn't have the natural flow of someone getting them into things and getting them into great situations. you got to get your best player the, where he can do the most damage and as opposed to having him try to create everything. There's only a few who ever played this game that can truly do that all the time. And finally, Jim, I can't let you go without asking you about two UConn legends on the women's side, Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi, winning five gold medals, their fifth, of course, beating uh, Japan last night. It just... Being around uh, that women's program at UConn and Geno and just seeing just how how tough Sue Bird and Tarazi were as players in college and, of course, professionally as well. What What's your impression of the legacy they've left behind for that next generation of of UConn players and professional players at well, the same time? Well, I think time? professional college players, I think you get a couple of kids who don't look overwhelming physically, but they are mentally. And they're terrific basketball players. Sue is one of the great passes. I'm sure, without question, maybe the greatest passer in the history of the women's game. And in any basketball, she can make other people better. She can make shots herself. Once again, a great, great personality. And there's only one Diana. Diana Tarazi is a piece of work, trust me. I got to know her very well. One of her best friends at UConn was a great player of ours, Karan Butler. And the two of them together, I mean, would drive me crazy in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> she'd, she'd stick up for him. No, Coach, he was in class. I said, look at uh, you'd say it, and he'd swear by it. I, I, you can't do that to me. You can't do that to me, guys. And then, of course, uh, Diana, you know, she, she wasn't Larry Bird, but she could trash talk with anybody. And my point being, there's two great kids who really represent not only UConn, but I, I think basketball, as everything evolves in, in a new day and age in basketball, they certainly have, have become really the two of the, the prototypes that I think that all women want to be when they become great players also. And, you know, here they are. One is 39, I think the other is 40 or 41, and, and they're, they're showing what leadership is all about. Well, a fifth gold medal, a great great to see them last night sort of go out together, we think, although Tarazi left open the possibility of Paris. We'll see how that plays out. But Jim Calhoun won his third national title with Kemba Walker in 2011 at UConn. Uh, we're all hoping that uh, Tom Thibodeau, uh, a good New England guy as well, can find a way in the not-too-distant future maybe to win a championship with Kemba as part of that, and that would be an awful lot of fun. Jim, it was really nice of you to take the time. Congratulations on your success also on the Division Three level at St. Joseph, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Well, thank you. It's great being on. Very simply, talking basketball in August is a wonderful thing, by the way. And I, because, you know, because I'm a junkie, as I said, once again, this is a – be fascinating. I'll be down to practice a few times because I want to watch Tibbs, uh, watch Tibbs uh, uh, put that defense in because they can defend. And I just think as they get better, just quickly closing, if they get better offensively, they're going to be a tough team to, to handle. Here, here. Uh, Jim Calhoun, Hall of Famer. And uh, thanks again, Jim. We'll talk soon. My pleasure. Now back to the Ian O'Connor Show on 98.7 ESPN.